Welcome to North Liberty Library's Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast, a series of universal talks gently guided by open hearts and open minds. Listen to ignite the light in you and to appreciate the light in others. Hello, I'm Kelly with North Liberty Library, and I thank you for joining us today on Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast. You can also catch Love, Light, and Lit on Facebook Live every Monday at 12 noon Central Time. Be sure to follow North Liberty Library on Facebook to get notifications. As a 40-something woman, I've heard the familiar refrain, you should go see a chiropractor whenever I mention the slightest back pain. But an emerging development in chiropractic care has been focused on its health benefits for children. So if you've ever considered chiropractic care for your children, this is the chat for you. To explore pediatric chiropractic care more, we have Dr. Brady Bird joining us on the podcast. Dr. Bird is a family chiropractor in Coralville, Iowa, certified in the Webster Technique, a chiropractic technique focused on balancing the pelvis during pregnancy. He provides specialized care for infants, children, and pregnant women with certification through the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. Today, he's been gracious enough to share his expertise and insight on chiropractic care and its benefits for children. Welcome, Dr. Bird. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. I'm happy to be able to talk with you and your listeners about chiropractic care. When you asked me to be on this podcast as a guest, I went back and listened to a lot of the old episodes and it touched on a lot of the different areas that I like to explore more as a referral source for our practice members from the dual episode to the lactation consultant. Like that's all kind of a part of our world. And it made me a little nervous to come on as a guest. It's You had really, really good guests on your podcast in the past. So I'm really excited about doing this. And I'm glad to add you to our roster of expert <laughs> guests. Tell us a bit more about you and your work at your practice, Total Health Chiropractic. I guess first off, like you said, I'm a family chiropractor at Total Health Chiropractic in Coralville, Iowa. I do specialize in pediatrics and perinatal or pregnancy care. I've been a chiropractic patient since I was about 15 years old, and I've been a chiropractor for about 11 years now. I grew up in a small town in northwest Iowa, Emmitsburg. It's a town of like 4,000 people, about four hours from North Liberty. And I grew up two blocks down the road from my uncle's chiropractic clinic. So that's kind of where I was introduced to the profession. I had a pretty significant injury to my low back during a basketball game in high school. And from that point on, I just kind of needed it to help me continue on with what I wanted to do as far as like being an athlete through high school and moving forward from there. You know, as a freshman in high school after that accident, I had low back pain and tingling and numbness going down to my foot, which as a 15 year old, you know, that's pretty significant. That tends to be one of the things we hear from our older population as chiropractors and at 15 and wanting to play basketball and football and baseball and all those things, I really, really needed chiropractic care. And it's really the only reason I was able to continue doing what I wanted to do. So it was kind of a no brainer when it came to choosing a profession. You know, I got to see my uncle at his clinic 
having these great people that I grew up with walk into the clinic with pain or discomfort or whatever they were going in for and then see them going in with that and walking out feeling like brand new people. It just made sense to me. So that's kind of what introduced me to the profession. I came to the University of Iowa for undergrad. Then I attended Northwestern Health Sciences University in Minneapolis for my chiropractic degree. So I graduated with my doctor of chiropractic as well as a bachelor's degree in human biology from Northwestern. From there on, as far as my work as a chiropractor goes, I had a few kind of up and down years with chiropractic. I was at a handful of different clinics over the first couple of years of practice. And I got to the point where I kind of didn't really see how I fit the profession. General chiropractic care just didn't seem right for me, and I didn't really know a whole lot of other options at that time. So I actually took a step back away from chiropractic for a bit. It ended up being one of the best decisions I ever made because I really don't feel like my heart was in what I was doing at the time. So I stepped away. I kind of fell back on my biology degree. This is just a great decision. I ended up working at Integrated DNA Technologies here in Coralville. I actually met my wife when I was away from chiropractic, which was a really, really good thing for me, obviously. And I really didn't have a whole lot of intention of coming back to chiropractic. Again, I just didn't feel like it fit me. And in 2018, I came to Total Health Chiropractic as a chiropractic patient and met Dr. Dylan Hamas, who owns the clinic here. And we just kind of hit it off. And we talked a little bit about where I would fit in at the office. And I told him about my story, you know, having been a chiropractic patient growing up. And it just made more sense for me to pursue pediatrics. It really fit what I imagined chiropractic to be when I was going through school. So we talked about it with us being pretty similar in how we adjust and how we treat. And then the fact that I wanted to pursue pediatrics and I do acupuncture as well. So adding that to the clinic was a really, really good thing that Dr. Dillon wanted to do as well. So we figure out how to make it work. And I joined him in June of 2018. And now at the clinic here, we offer chiropractic care with my specialization in pediatrics and pregnancy. We offer acupuncture, health coaching, holistic nutrition, counseling using advanced blood labs. And we even have a mobile chiropractic clinic now for organizations and groups for us to offer on-site chiropractic care. So pediatric care has been a really, really nice addition to what Dr. Dillon was already doing here. It's worked really nicely for us. And you mentioned in your story that not only having an uncle in the chiropractic field was an influence, but also your own personal injury as a teenager sparked more of an interest. Would you say that that incident really sparked specifically your interest in pediatric chiropractic care? You know, what makes that part of your practice so vital? I really do think it was that experience with my uncle's clinic as a teenager and the benefit I received from care that really did make me want to pursue advanced pediatric education. I was really, really lucky to have my uncle right down the road from me, but I realized that's not everybody's experience. You know, I didn't deserve the care I got more than anybody else. I was just really lucky that my uncle chose to pursue that career and I happened to live down the road from him. There are still so many kids out there who aren't getting the care that they could get because either their parents have never gone to a chiropractor or because they don't know that kids can even be adjusted. That's one thing that we kind of miss in our patient education and sort of our public perspective. I hear it all the time when people say, like, I didn't even know kids could be adjusted. And then there are folks who don't know if it's an option financially. They don't know if their insurance will even cover chiropractic care. 
So one thing that we do in the office here is we accept as many insurances as they'll allow us to accept, including state aid. We accept Amerigroup and Iowa Total Care, which makes chiropractic care an option for so many people that may not even think that it's an option for them. When it comes to children in chiropractic care, is there anything specific that makes a child a good candidate for chiropractic care? Do they have to have a physical ailment or an issue in order to go to the chiropractor? One of my favorite chiropractic questions to answer, especially regarding pediatric care. First, there don't have to be any symptoms, especially pain for someone to go to a chiropractor and get checked. Most of the nerve fibers that travel through our body, they carry messages that have nothing to do with pain. So we certainly don't want to fall into that trap of using pain or any other symptom as either a reason to go to a chiropractor or as the only benchmark to judge how our progress is going under chiropractic care. I'd rather use more objective functional measures to, to judge the need for care and progress. A lot of times we do have parents who, you know, they hear from a friend or a relative that they brought their kid to a chiropractor for X, Y, or Z. You know, we have parents bring their kids in for ear infections or constipation or colic or they're not sleeping well or their newborn's not latching so they're not able to breastfeed. All of these things we certainly see benefit from chiropractic care with those, but it's not because we're treating those specific things. We don't treat ear infections. We don't treat colic. We treat the child who's displaying that symptom. Mm -hmm. And if we can take the stress off the nervous system through chiropractic care, which is really what we do, if we can take away the stresses that are stopping that child from being able to adapt to their environment, we can help their nervous system really be optimized and show health. That's what we're trying to do. We experience health. It's not a finish line. We don't have a finish line in chiropractic. We want to help our population, our practice members achieve an optimal nervous system so they can adapt to the stresses that are inevitable around us. We're not ever going to get away from every stress in our environment, but really health is the difference between one person and another as far as health is concerned is the ability of your body, especially your nervous system to adapt to those stresses. And when we treat kids, we're taking away any interference to that ability to adapt. As far as what makes a child a good candidate for chiropractic care, there's a really, really, really good study done back in 2015 that checked on the mobility of spinal and cranial segments in newborn babies. It studied 100 newborn babies between six hours and 72 hours old. So like brand new babies that weren't showing any sign or symptom of disease or distress. So otherwise healthy babies, brand new. Of these 100 newborns that were checked, 99 out of those 100 showed dysfunction. So either a lack of motion or abnormal motion in this joint called the sphenobasilar joint. It's a joint in the bottom of the cranium right in front of where the spinal cord exits the skull. So it's a really, really important place that we need to move properly. Out of those 100 children, it wasn't just that spacelar joint. There were 95 that showed compression between the base of their skull and the top bone in their spine. So there wasn't enough room for the nerves and the vasculature to function optimally at that area. The numbers are kind of crazy moving forward. 85 had restriction motion of the temple bone on the side of the head. 91 had restricted motion in at least one bone in the neck. 94 had restriction in motion of at least one bone in their low back, and 80 of them had a posterior sacral base, which means that the sacrum, that group of bones at the bottom of the spine, they're separate bones at birth, but then they fuse together. The top segment of that sacrum was further back than it was supposed to be. 
So kind of getting back to the question, these crazy numbers, like the high incidence of this lack of normal motion in the spine, which is what chiropractors address. If your child is one of those, one out of a hundred who has a properly functioning sphenobasilar joint, the chances of them also being one of the six to have a normal functioning lumbar spine, one of the 20 with a properly positioned sacrum, one of the 15 with properly moving temporal bones, one of the five without the compression at the top part of the neck. Like if you defy all those odds, your kid is one in about 12 million. And what is the age range for these numbers? For this study? Mm-hmm. This study was between six hours and three days old. Okay, so these are brand so new babies. Brand new. Okay. So it's kind of a long way to go to say that really the only criteria that has to be met to at least be checked is being born. These numbers, they don't correlate at all to whether or not the child was born via C-section or a vaginal birth. And really the only correlation they had to the birth process in general was the length of the birth. Do you think that this study would ever become a part of the post-birth process in hospitals? Do we know of any hospitals that check any of these? I remember correctly, it's been 10 years since I gave birth. (laughs) But I remember that they go through a battery of tests. Absolutely. foresee chiropractic issues or foreseeing chiropractic issues being a factor in like that post-birth process? I would love that to be the case. I don't know that it's in our near future, but I would love it if it is. That study that we just talked about, a lot of that comes from doctors of osteopathy who are also trained in manipulation of the joints of the spine. DOs are kind of a big part of the hospital system. So if there is an osteopath who actually does manipulation, I could see that being a part of it. Right now, unfortunately, with the relationship between chiropractors and just hospital systems in general, I don't know that I see that from an institutional standpoint anytime soon, but there are a lot of really, really good providers out there, pediatricians especially, and nursing staff. We love nurses at our office because really they're one of our best referral sources, but there are a lot of amazing pediatricians who appreciate the importance of a properly functioning spine. And they've built relationships with chiropractors that they will tell their patients about. It's not always the case, unfortunately, but that's kind of why chiropractors need to get out and talk about this more. So I'm really, really happy that I get to do this podcast with you because it's, you know, again, kind of going back to my history, our daughter's two years old and she's wonderful and she's healthy and she's happy, but she had a really, really tough entrance into this world via my wife's birthing process with her. And I did get her permission to talk about this, by the way. (laughs) It's her story to tell, but she gave me the go ahead on this. But our daughter ended up being sunny side up. She was facing forward going into birth rather than facing back the way we'd like her to. So my wife labored for two days at home. So it was rough. And then we got admitted to the hospital and she was only about a centimeter and a half dilated at that point. So two days of labor was not progressing at all. So they helped. They did some techniques. They did Pitocin. They broke her water and let her labor for another day in the hospital and got to the point where she was able to push. About an hour and a half of pushing didn't move our daughter at all. Her head was rotated sideways and kind of being pushed backward. So every contraction, rather than helping her move down, was really just twisting her neck. So we ended up with a C-section. My wife gets so mad at me when I talk about, you know, what ifs. Like, if I had pursued this further at that point, could we have done something about that? And I really think we could have it. That Webster technique that we talked about, it's been proven to reduce labor times and result in easier, safer births with less outside intervention. 
So if we can work on the pelvis and make sure that there's balance and proper mobility in the pelvis, we don't treat babies while they're still inside the uterus. That is obstetrics. We don't do obstetrics. We treat the mom. We treat her pelvis and her spine and try to make it so there's as little tension there as possible so the baby can find that right position. If we can decrease those labor times and decrease the need for outside intervention, then it's easier on mom, it's easier on baby. I'm really careful to use the word easier. I'm a man with my biology, I'll never ever give birth. Mm -hmm. So I won't say easy birth, but if we can get to an easier birth process, yes, everybody will get on board for that. Yes. I imagine that for our listeners right now, some of which are parents, some of them may be thinking, this sounds interesting for adults, but is it safe for children? So how do you, in your practice, reassure parents that chiropractic care is not only beneficial, but safe for children? That's a great question. Chiropractic care is safe for the whole family. Anyone of any age can see a chiropractor. And this is kind of a bold statement, but I stand by it. There are no contraindications to chiropractic care. So despite what anybody might think or what some organizations might say, there's kind of a history of people, honestly, who I just don't believe they understand chiropractic and what we do with kids that that lack of understanding kind of leads to a fear. They imagine what they think chiropractic is and they think of an adult getting adjusted and hearing pops and cracks and, and all of these things. That's not the way kids are treated. And there are certainly contraindications to certain types of adjustments for certain populations, whether it's due to age, previous injuries or surgeries, or like congenital anomalies, conditions that affect the neuromusculoskeletal system, or like the joints laxity. Like there are all those things that we are trained to take into consideration and work as safely as possible. But we have ways to adjust anybody with any need. So at least we like to check them. When it comes to chiropractic care for newborns and infants, um, some people don't realize how gentle a chiropractic adjustment actually is. Like I said, it doesn't look anything like that adjustment for an adult. It's more of a spinal molding technique focused on the soft tissues that hold the spine together. So the force of the adjustment for a newborn is around four ounces of pressure. So it's the amount of pressure you'd use to check the ripeness of a tomato or the amount of pressure that you could comfortably push against your own eye. And the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, the group that we talked about at the beginning that I did my certification through, they have all sorts of research on their public website that walks through all of this. It shows how safe it is for pregnant women, how safe it is for children, the benefit of it. Again, we don't treat conditions. We treat people who may display these conditions, but there's a lot of great research out there on how much people with certain conditions can benefit, how a child with an ear infection can come out of chiropractic care, having less frequent, less intense ear infection. We see kids in the office all the time who are brought in for constipation. And it's almost kind of a joke in the office because there are certain parts of the spine that lead to the function of the large intestine. So we joke about having to stop in the bathroom on the way out. And it's really, really beneficial. And with kids, it's so gentle. It's such an easy maneuver when you know how to do it and where to do it kids respond so fast. They bounce in ways that adults don't. So it's safe, it's gentle, and I welcome any parent to just come and talk with our pediatric patients. I actually like to have a sit down either on the phone or in person with the parents before I even meet the child, just to talk about what we're going to do and, and give them a chance to feel safe. So if you're looking for that information, the you know research on the safety of chiropractic or in pregnancy, how beneficial it can be. The International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, the ICPA, 
They're a great resource. Their website is ICPA, the number four, kids.org. Can you walk me through what an initial visit looks like? Because you just mentioned you do a consultation yes. uh, first with the parents. What does that first appointment look like? So it's going to be different based on age, but when it comes to newborns and infants especially, one of the things that I like to focus on is the reflexes that we are born with and that we're supposed to go through developmentally as we grow. So whether that's, you know, checking how well baby grips, if they have a rooting and sucking reflex, if when we turn their head sideways, we expect their arms and legs to move a certain way. And we go through this whole list of these tests to check where the baby is developmentally. It's really nice because it shows us proper function. And most of the time, it just tells us that this is a well baby who could use a little boost in the right direction. Sometimes if there's a kid who's holding on to a reflex that should have been gone by this point because there are certain reflexes we're born with that are there to help us save our life when we're a newborn, but we don't need for the rest of our lives. They kind of turn into different reflexes. If those are held on to too long, we can start to see developmental issues down the road, whether it relates to vision and reading to sensory processing that we see with kids with autism. If we see hyperactivity, they're not specifically caused by these issues, but they're not helped by it either. So we like to just get our eyes on these reflexes and make sure that we're going through the steps developmentally that we're supposed to go through when we're supposed to go through them. So that's what I check. That's a really, really big part of what it is. And then kids just need a little boost in the right direction. Good. This is such great information. I'm confident that there are parents out there who have passively considered chiropractic care, either for themselves or for their children who have gained a lot of information from you today, Dr. Bird. Thank you so much. Are there any additional resources that adults can use when considering chiropractic care for their children? Actually, that ICPA website, it has a great directory as well, which is really nice. You can find an ICPA doc near you. So we're kind of all over the place, but it does a really good job of sorting by levels of certification and training. So you can find a doctor who's put in the time and the energy to be as proficient and as safe as possible when it comes to treating our younger population. If you go to their referral directory, which if you go to that ICPA4kids.org, it's right on the main site. Find an ICPA provider, I believe, is the button that you click on. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you search within 50 miles of North Liberty, this is a little self-promotion here, but my name will come up first because I'm the only doctor with my full certification. So I have a designation as a CACCP. That's a certification by the Academy Council on Chiropractic Pediatrics. So next, you'll find all of the Webster certified doctors in the area. Speaking of North Liberty, Dr. Mike and Dr. Nicole at Congruent Life Chiropractic, which is right next to the library, right across 965. They're both Webster certified and they're incredible doctors who do great work with children and pregnant parents. So that's our North Liberty connection up there. If you're closer to a larger city, you might be lucky enough to find a DACCP, which is the ICPA's diplomat designation. It's the highest level of training that exists for pediatric and perinatal training. So as far as Iowa goes, there's only two of those. And both of those doctors are in one area. So it's a great resource to find a doctor that, you know, we all have our websites listed on there. So you can look through our websites and find a place that seems like it fits you. 
All right. Well, we will certainly put that link in the show notes for our listeners so that they can use that directory, find a local resource, and also get additional information on chiropractic care for children. Wow. Well, this has been fantastic. Again, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Bird. This has been Love, Light, and Lit, the podcast hosted by me, Kelly, and presented by the North Liberty Library. Uh, Today, we talked with Dr. Brady Bird with Total Health Chiropractic about children and chiropractic care. Please be sure to check out our show notes from today's episode to find out more about his practice and the benefits of chiropractic care for children. And also, please visit our website at northlibertylibrary.org for additional programming and services. Thank you everyone for listening and have a great day.